Christmas is a time when we remember the birth of Jesus. The baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in the manger because there was no room for him in the inn. Jesus, God, coming from heaven, becoming a man. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. I've asked Ben Baker, one of our teens, who is part of our quiz team, and our quiz team has memorized John chapter 1. If you would turn to John chapter 1, that'll be our text this morning. And we're going to start in verse 9, and he's going to quote verse 9 through 18 from the New King James, but follow along, please, in your Bibles as he does so. All right. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness we have all received grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Thank you, Ben. The world, the world was desperate. It was dark. Dark from sin, despair, sickness, corruption, death. This was John's world. But he had good news. But in order for people to receive the good news, they had to understand who Christ was. So John writes for us to understand that Jesus was the Christ. God. Manifest in the flesh. Come for us. And then we can understand and receive the good news. Christmas. What a wonderful time of the year. I have three quick points this morning. Three truths that I want to draw from the text. The first truth is that Christ was the light. The second truth is that Christ was rejected. And the third truth is that Christ was received by some. So the first truth that Christ was the light, it says in 1 John chapter 9, the true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. What does that mean? It means that Christ was what other men were not. He was the true light. See, what light is to man, Christ is to man. And I have seven aspects of light that I want to bring out for us to think about what Christ is. 
The first is that light is clear and pure and good. So is Christ. Light penetrates, cuts through the darkness, even eliminates darkness. So does Christ. Light enlightens. It enlarges our view and our knowledge. So does Christ. Light reveals. It opens up the truth of an area. So does Christ. Light guides. Keeps us from grasping in the dark. It shows us the way. So does Christ. Light warns. It gives us the dangers that are in our path through obstacles or, or people that might bring us down. So does Christ. And light protects. It keeps us from stumbling, from injuring ourselves, even losing one's life. And so does Christ. See, he is to men what light is to men. He is light. Christ was the light. But more than just being light, Christ had a mission. And that mission was to give light to men. It says that the true light which enlightens everyone. See, through his sovereign power, every man has enough light to be responsible. We're responsible before God for what he's shown us. And we all have enough light. One of the ways that he gives us that light is through natural revelation through creating the earth and the order of the universe that he put forth. It says in Psalm 119.1 that the heavens proclaim the glory of God and the sky above proclaim his handiwork. And then I think it's really clear in Romans chapter 1 verse 18. It says, the, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against the ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse." He has given us his light through natural revelation. But he's also given us his light through good gifts. It says in James 1.17, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. He's given us many good gifts, And one great good gift was Jesus. The coming of God in the flesh. Coming to show us his grace and his truth. So that we could know the Father. Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. If you know me, you know the Father. He came to die on the cross. To pay the price for sins so we can be restored to God in a right relationship and have salvation and be made right. What a wonderful gift 
to show us the light and to give us that light was the coming of Christ. But not only did he give us the gift and show us light through Christ, he also shows us the gift through the gospel and shows us the light through the gospel. Natural revelation shows that there is a God, so men are without excuse, but it doesn't show them how to get saved. The gospel reveals to us how we are saved through the price that Christ paid on the cross, through his death, his burial, his resurrection, that we can be made, be made right before God. We have the gift of the gospel to give us that light. And not only did he give us the gift of Christ and the gift of the gospel, but he also gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Holy Spirit came, if you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, He comes and He indwells you, and He shows you the light, and He guides you, and He convicts you of sin. He is in the world to convict sin, and to show people from darkness to light. We have the gift of the Holy Spirit. To give us that light. You see, all of light is because of Jesus Christ. From the creation of the earth, from the moon and the stars and the sun, they're all from Him. From the heavens to the earth, from the physical to the spiritual, He is light. Christ was the light. But the second truth is, even though Christ was the light, he was rejected. It says, continuing in John, He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. He was in the world. He made the world. He loved the world. He cared for the world. He created everything that there was in the world. He was before the world. He positioned the earth in such a way that it was the right distance from the sun, had this right atmosphere and water and, and ground that could grow things to feed us, to take care of man because he loved us. He created man and gave him a soul so that he can live forever. And the desire is to be with God, forever with Him. He created man and gave him enough light to know God and to worship God. He gave us prophets to show the truth. But what happened then is the same thing that happens now. The world did not recognize Him. He was rejected by the world. But not only was he rejected by the world, he was even rejected by his own. That's the Israelite, the nation of Israel. God had called out his people to show his glory to all the nations. They had all the teachings. If anybody should have known, they should have known. But when Jesus started his ministry, what did they do? Well, his own asked him to leave. 
shooed him out, even ridiculed him and saying, isn't this the carpenter? At one point it says, all those in the synagogue were furious with him. They even ushered him out of town to the hillside next to the cliff with the intention of throwing him off. And later in his ministry, they yelled, We want Barabbas! Crucify him! He was rejected by the world and he was rejected by his own. But some received. He was received by some, which is the third truth. And it says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. They believed. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. They believed that he was the Son of God. They believed who he was and they were saved. And because they believed, the result of belief is they were given the right through his authority and his power, they obtained the right to become, to become something that they wore is no longer what they are. They are now something new, something different from what they wore. And what did they become? Children of God. They were enemies of God, and now they're children of God because they believed. What a gift. If we believe, you can become something that you were not, because of the power and the right that he has given us to be children of God and have the right relationship with your Father in heaven, a Father's relationship with the inheritance of heaven and eternity with God instead of eternal separation. That's the difference from belief, from those who received. And the source of how this happens is a new birth. A new birth not from human means, not because of a nationality or race or political affiliation, that does nothing to help somebody become a child of God. Not through the power of a man and his position or authority. No man has enough power to declare somebody else a child of God. It is only through the will of God. Through God's will to draw us. He gets all the glory. And we need to praise Him for it. And He loved us so much that He's reaching out to every one of us For you to know Christ. You know, maybe you've rejected Christ 50 times. Maybe you rejected Christ 50 years. He still wants you to accept. It's not too late. Maybe you feel there's nothing you've done that would ever be good enough to be accepted. You're right. Because it's of Him, not of us. And He stands there asking you to come to Him. That He might forgive you. Because that's what he does. The love, even sending his son into the world to die because he loved us. I hope you know the Father. And more importantly, I hope the Father knows you because that's what the relationship is about.
so that one day you don't stand before him. And he says, depart from me, because I never knew you. If you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and you claim that he is God's one and only Son, and you believe that, and the death that he paid on the price covers your sins, God knows you. What a great thing that is. Perhaps there's one here who has never known the relationship and being right with God. Well, I pray this morning, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, today is the day that you can be right and receive. No longer be part of the world that sits in the seat of scoffers. It says, well, I don't know about all that stuff, or, or I'll do that later. Today's the day. We have heard singers sing marvelously about the love of God. Scripture is clear about the love of God, and all you have to do is accept and believe. Will you do that today? There are many people here that are guests and friends, and I'd encourage you, if you don't know Christ, you can do it in your seats right now. In a moment, we'll pray. You can do it quietly. But I also know there's probably many of us here who have made a profession of Christ, but maybe haven't been living like we should and have allowed things in our life, even continual sin. Come back. Come back. God loves you. He wants to have a right relationship with you. Get right with God today. Christmas. What a wonderful time of year. Let's bow in prayer. Father, I thank you for your love. I thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross. I thank you that Christ is the light. And that Christ was rejected. But I pray right now that there will be some here who will receive Christ. And be counted among the sum and the few. What love you've poured out. Father, although that we may have rejected you many times, I pray that today they would pray. And if there's one here right now that you're calling to, that they would respond. Maybe there's some here that need to get right with you and they know who they are and what they've allowed and they want to change and they want to be what you would have them be because they love you and you love them. Father, I pray that right now they do business with you. That they would get right in their relationship with you. What a, what a wonderful story of Christmas. What makes it even more wonderful is it's all true. That you poured out your love. That we can have eternity with you. By believing and receiving. Thank you, Father. For this wonderful time of Christmas. That we remember the price that was paid. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.